Welcome to the All-in-One Podcast for Middle School Language Arts Teachers. I'm Linda, and I've been a teacher for over 30 years. I can help you with tips, tricks, and motivation that will simplify your planning, streamline your teaching, and enjoy more free time. Well, hey there, it's Linda. If you are listening in real time, it's the middle of December, and the pressure is on. Teachers endure that double whammy because they are trying to accomplish everything on their to-do list, both at home and at school. And at school, it can be rough. I actually did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about surviving December, so if you missed it and you need some last-minute inspiration, be sure to check it out. But today, I am really excited because I'm continuing with a mini-series on something that I am so passionate about, and that is teaching reading skills at middle school. Before we get into today's topic, I want to make sure that you know that I usually mention at least one freebie, but today there's nothing specific to go along with this topic. I did, however, mention a free plot structure mini lesson in my last podcast, which is the first in the mini series of teaching reading skills. So I'll be sure to link that in in the show notes. I want to encourage you to sign up for my email. I do a bunch of freebies and once you are on my list, I email them out to you as a thank you for being a subscriber. Okay, so let's talk teaching reading skills at the middle school level. So you're a language arts teacher, and if that is true, then you teach reading skills. I am really, really passionate about this. I've also found that as a mentor teacher over the years to many new teachers, um, I saw that many were not really understanding that you need to actually explicitly teach skills at this level. I found a lot of teachers just thinking that teaching reading was reading a novel with or to kids and assigning reading and questions, and that is so much not the path that needs to be taken if we want to bring kids to the next level of reading. I started this mini-series to give you some practical tips. So last week we talked about plot structure, so if you missed it, you should be sure to check that one out. Today we're going to be talking about teaching character analysis. Teaching character analysis is going to be a definite skill for kids to have in their reading arsenal for the rest of their academic career. They need to have a really firm understanding of character traits and character development to understand what motivates characters, Um, and a clear way to report on that so that we can see that they are really understanding it fully. So today we're going to talk about first, why do we teach character analysis, some general tips on reading skills, and then what you can do to practice um, for your, with your, and for your students with character analysis and give you some activities that you can do. All right, so let's start out with why teach character analysis. Well, it is crucial. Having a solid understanding of characters and character traits and character development and character change is a foundational skill at a middle school level. So 
you want to think about understanding characters, understanding their motivations, their thoughts, their actions, their reactions, to give kids a deeper understanding of the plot. Also, understanding characters on a deeper level actually gives kids an insight into their own lives. Seeing how characters behave can shine a light on so many important components of life and self-reflection because we know that you know, art mimics life and life mimics art and it's all kind of interwoven and we really want to, you know, give some good lessons about life through characters in our novels. And also understanding characters' actions and reactions is the basis for understanding theme, which is the lesson that the author is trying to teach, which is really the heart of the story, which is for me the reason that, that we read literature. So therefore, it's absolutely crucial to teach character analysis every year in middle school. As kids get older, you can kind of layer it and build on a deeper understanding at each grade level. Okay, so let's talk about some general tips on how to teach reading skills. So I, I did go through this in my plot structure podcast, but I, you know, for those of you who are only listening to this, I want to go through it again. When you teach reading skills, you will want to use some consistency with your kids so they know what to expect and what is expected of them. For me, I use a reading workshop model of instruction. I have a whole series of podcasts on reading workshop, which you might want to check out. But please know that I adapted my reading workshop from the true model that you might be familiar with to be much more skills-based. Okay, so it's a little bit more specific and um, hence giving you some podcasts on teaching reading skills. So some general reading workshop guidelines. You want to first teach the mini lesson, keep it brief, 10 to 15 minutes, okay? Because you want the point of a reading workshop is for kids to read, not to listen to you talk about reading. Then you have student workshop time, and this is when the kids are going to work on something in their reading that you taught them in the mini lesson. At that time, you're gonna walk around in conference with kids to check in on their reading and to see how they are doing with the skills that you have taught. There's a quick share at the end of the reading workshop where you have kids share something from their reading, most often based on the skill that you taught that day, okay? All right, so when you are doing a mini lesson on character analysis, you're probably going to have several of them because character analysis can be, you know, a little bit involved. Um, but I do have a, a podcast about what to include in general for a mini lesson, and I will link that in my show notes. But I want to go over what a mini lesson for character analysis might possibly look like. Okay, so each mini lesson follows a pattern. In this way, students only not only know what to expect, but you have a blueprint for when you begin to create your mini lessons. So here are the components. So you wanna start out by connecting. Here is where you link what you have learned to where you are going in the lesson. For example, for character analysis, you might say, when we last met, we talked about using text evidence to show different character traits of the main character. Today, we will discuss how the character's actions and reactions contribute 
to developing the theme of the story. Okay, so that's how you start. Next is a teaching objective. It is crucial to explicitly state to your students what you want them to learn. It should not be a mystery. Here's an example. Today's goal is to understand that while a character displays certain character traits at the beginning of the story, you will likely notice changes in the character as they try to resolve a conflict. Okay, the next part of a reading mini lesson are your strategies. Here you will give kids a strategy or strategies to meet the objective. Example, as you are reading, be on the lookout for when the main character is doing something that goes against an original character trait as characters often need to change to adapt to a conflict. And in this part of the strategies as well, um, you, I, I often give them you know, different hints to look for in their reading. You know, I, I might give them a list of character traits. I do make it, like I said, very, very skill-oriented so that those strategies are pretty obvious. The next part of the mini lesson is engagement. And this is where you want to show a real life example and then have students practice during the lesson. Use turn and talk here so that students use a skill in a partnership. For example, turn and talk to your partner about one of your character traits and how others might be able to identify that particular character trait. Okay, so that gives kids a really nice like real life uh, connection. All right. And then lastly, in a mini lesson is your student objective. This is really important because this is where the students are given their directions for their workshop time. Keep it brief and specific. It is always best to note that students should be doing this every time they read, not just in this lesson. For example, Today, and every time you are reading a novel, notice when the main character is acting differently from an original character trait. This could be a hint at the theme of the novel. So I have a bunch of mini lessons in my store and the topic of, about the topic of character analysis, such as character traits, less likable qualities of a character, pressures on characters, minor characters, and character identity and I'll be sure to link all of them in the show notes. Okay, so if you're going to practice, here are some ideas for activities for kids. So once kids have learned the skill, it's time for them to practice, just like they would practice math. After you teach a skill, they need to practice it. This is the portion of reading workshop where students go off to work and do something to apply the skill that you taught in the mini lesson in their reading. Be careful not to do what I call kill the skill. You are looking for application, not a bunch of extra work for your kids. I thought it might be easier to talk about what you should not do, what, or what I think you should not do um, when you are doing practice work. First, I stay away from random worksheets. Sheets. Skill and drill style are not conducive to truly learning and applying reading skills. Unrelated exercises. Kids should be applying it to the reading they are doing now or to a mentor text. And a mentor text is a short story that is in the same genre of your current unit of study. For example, you might have a short story 
of a short historical fiction story if you were in historical fiction unit and you would refer to that mentor text throughout the unit. Um, the last thing I would say not to do is work that's too long. You don't want kids doing skill work that takes a long time. You want them getting into their reading and applying it to their reading. Okay, so what should their practice look like then? First, mentor text work. Having a mentor text, like I said, to refer to throughout a unit is key. You'll want one that is in the same genre and contains skills that you will be teaching in this unit. For example, if you're in a realistic fiction unit and you're teaching character traits, symbolism, theme, dialogue, and internal monologue, you'll want a short story that does that. It should be a high interest story. I love the story 13 by Gary Soto for character analysis. That one works really well. Um, another thing that I think you can do and should do, reading application. As you progress in the unit and kids are reading novels, have them keep a page in their reading notebook on character traits. This way they can see changes and trends as they are going through the story. So your mini lessons and your um, reading application should really go hand in hand. Another idea that I love to do with my kids is debate. Having kids debate is a great engagement strategy. For example, one student might say that a character is arrogant while another says that they are brave. You can have kids argue the nuances of character traits and give their reasons. I would keep it quick, maybe 10 minutes, as you want kids actually reading during reading workshop time. And lastly, centers. Uh, centers are not just for little kids. I love centers. My students love centers days, and they are by nature very engaging. So having kids do centers on a specific skill, maybe towards the end of a unit to show what they know and to extend their learning is ideal. It can also help them to prepare for an upcoming assessment. I do have centers for character analysis available in my TPT store, and I'll be sure to link that because that you will have everything that you need for that. Okay, so that's it. We talked about why teach character analysis, your general tips on teaching reading skills, and practice with character analysis, what to do and what not to do. Okay, friends, so there will not be a new podcast until after the new year. I figure teachers want a couple of weeks away from all things education, and I totally understand that. But please join me in the new year when we will be continuing with our mini-series on reading skills. The next topic will be teaching conflict. I have some great ideas for you, so you don't want to miss it. And before you go, I just want to take a moment to cordially invite you to join my Facebook group. It's pretty brand new, but the teachers who joined are engaged and have great tips. If you're new, you're going to find that this is a really good place to get inspiration and ask your questions. And if you're a veteran teacher, you're going to be surprised at some of the ideas that you've never heard of. And we really need your input to help us raise up a new generation of teachers. I hope this information was helpful. Be sure to check the links that I mentioned in the show notes. My email is available there as well in case you have questions or comments. You can also DM me on Instagram at allinonemiddleschool. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.